Okay, so should the man always be expected to pay for the bill on the first date? I hate that conversation. And I hate that women feel like they're supposed to. You know, um, but maybe that's just me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. If it's a first date, I don't know. I think it just really depends on, like, what the vibe is, right? So when I was out there dating, you know, I would sometimes just meet up with people, like, at an ice cream shop, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're here. It was my first time meeting them. Sometimes it was people that I didn't know. You know, we spoke on the phone a couple times, you know, maybe text. Um, But it wasn't necessarily somebody that I knew at, like, work, and they were like, hey, you know, you're great. Let me take you out. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that. It was just people that I had met. And so because of that, I was like, I just want to see if we vibe, Mm -hmm. you know, if we even, you know, if we like each other. And so I would I would always come prepared to pay my, pay for myself, but if he offered to pay or, you know, he motioned like he was going to, you know, just take care of all of it, sure, by all means, great. That's wonderful. But I didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, man, and you better pay. You know, I, I just didn't. Maybe that's the standard that I should have, you know, changed or should change about myself, but it just wasn't, that wasn't the top thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. My thought was like, are we going to vibe? Because if not, I'm going to pay for my meal and I'm going to get the hell out of here because I don't want you feeling like you ha- have anything over me. You know, I bought your meal. So, you you know, you're going to sit here. And, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. The fuck I am. I'm about to go, as a matter of fact. <laughs> like, okay. I'm going to go. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, that was that. Well, I think kind of the opposite, but I, I, I understand what page you're on. I... <laughs> will always come to the first date prepared to pay. Absolutely. Prepared to pay for the whole meal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I don't want any shit to happen. Like, you remember the time that I was at the, at the grocery store with that guy and he acted like he didn't have his wallet? Uh. <laughs> and I was like, it's okay. I, I Like, you the know. Bitters? Yeah, the one who stole. Yes, that one. <clears throat> um, so... <laughs> I'm always prepared to pay like to pay anywhere so like I do like if the guy asked me on a date mm-hmm. yes I think that he should pay for the date yeah um, right but I will be prepared to pay for my food and then also at the end of the day if he pulls any of this like oh let's go Dutch and stuff like that then I'll just know like I'll never I'm sorry like I just think it's the chivalrous chivalrous thing to do I I, I do um mm-hmm. but at the same time I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, let me have three <laughs> shots and let me get a martini. And I want, like, the steak. Like, you know, I'm going to be reasonable when I order my food. Pills. <laughs> All your garlic and uh, shrimp fettuccine. Right. Here. Like, I, I think some women take advantage of that. They you know, do. like, I went on the Internet and it was like, your man should be able to take care of this. And it was a $6,000 tab. That's up. That's, yeah. <laughs> Like, why would he, why would he, why should he be able, you know, why should he have to take care of that tab? Mm-hmm. Who racked all this shit up? What are you eating to make your bill $6,000? And how come you can't help out? And why do you feel like you, you know, shouldn't help out? You were eating the food. 
I feel like sometimes it's like a, I don't know, maybe uh, this is going to be so like taboo, I guess. But this is part of the reason why men feel like if they pay for all this stuff, women owe them sex. Mm-hmm. Because women feel like you're supposed to pay for me no matter what I get, you know, and how much it costs. You're supposed to pay for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now he feels like I didn't pay for it. Give it here. Right. I and agree. so that's how we get in, like in that situation. And this was a conversation that I even had with like somebody that I was dating um, at, you know, I had this conversation with somebody that I was dating. We were out on a date mm-hmm. and he had made like a comment <clears throat> like, I hope you're going to be ready to, you know, pretty much drop it like it's hot when we get home. And I was like, well, no. <gasps> he said that? Yeah. Like, as a matter of fact, like I'm not. Uh-uh. Because like you buy me food does not mean that like I have to, you know, drop it or, you know, pop that thing. And it wasn't like I didn't take offense to it because I could tell that like he just that is that is what he was taught. Oh, so that is just what he has seen. Mm-hmm. And so he's only saying what he's heard said. No, I don't. And here's why. You know, I'm not going to get upset without explaining why I'm not going to do that. Just because you buy me food does not mean that I owe you coochie. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Those two do not equal each other because I could very well pay for myself and go home in my mm-hmm. own car and I could live, you know, comfortably without you. You know, if I decide that I want to give up some ass, it's because I like you, not because you bought me McDonald's food. <laughs> <laughs> no, you fed me very good. I can feed you just the same. And do you think that I'm going to expect you to come over here and, you know, fix my plumbing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't pay for it. Now get out there and fix my day. Like, no, I don't expect this. Right. Those two things don't equal each other. I but I think that's sometimes men and women like don't see eye to eye. I do understand, you know, the whole chivalry part of it. And that's, that's actually something that I'm learning to get better at and that I was introduced in my last relationship, introduced to in my last relationship. Like let the man yeah. be let the man or whatever. Just, sometimes the man just want to be the man. Yeah. And not because he's expecting anything in return, it's because that's just who he is. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Single Dog Mom. I am your host, Shayna, and of course, never too far from me is my co-host, my three-year-old French Bulldog, Luke. All right, so let's jump into phone call review. Um, That was a pretty meaty conversation, I think, and it's very, very... um, popular on Instagram and Twitter. It's like a hot question always. And so I'm glad that I had that conversation with my friend because, you know, our opinions and views are very different. Um, And I respect both of them. You know, we're all not, we're all not going to agree on the subject. And that's why I think that's why the conversation is, is like so popular and recurring because everybody's opinions vary. Um, But a few things that I really took away from that conversation is, um, you know, I am kind of reevaluating my list of standards, I guess, when it comes to dating and the things that I require, you know, um, I think I need to be a little bit more loud with that um, and factual with just like, okay, this is something that I want and this is something that I won't tolerate. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because this is these, this is what I want for myself. Um, and so that kind of showed me that, I guess in the past, I have given some passes where passes were 
totally um, not not needed. So a few things. So obviously, I, I was I was telling my friend about. I was like, hey, you know, you know that guy I went to the grocery store with, and like, you know, he acted like he didn't have his wallet, and so. Um, I don't even know how this guy ended up at the grocery store with me. Um, honestly, I wasn't, um, I didn't invite him. I feel like it was more of like a, a he invited himself kind of thing. I was like, I mean, sure, I'm just going grocery shopping, whatever. So I get to the liquor store, um, part of the, the grocery store and I buy my wine for like, you know, the next two weeks or the week or whatever. And, um, in the liquor store, he was like, "Hey, didn't you say that you make really good like Moscow mules?" And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I guess." I was like, "He's like, so you want to um, get some some stuff to make mules?" And I was like, "I mean, I really wasn't like, you know, this isn't that kind of trip. I'm not buying stuff for us to like go back and like do together. I'm literally going grocery shopping here." And um, so whatever, he's like, "No, it's it's fine. I will pay for it. I really am interested in having you know your Moscow mules." Whatever, like, fine, whatever. So I get my normal wine. I think I also got some rosé. And um, he gets the stuff for the Moscow Mules. Vodka, no, whatever. Or no, I think he got gin. So, at, so here's where it gets tricky, okay? So as we're at the cash register, he's like, it, I'm not going to say that this embarrassed me, but it was a whole lot of unnecessary like conversation happening at the cash register. So like I'm getting to the register and I'm paying for my wine. And then like, you know, I had put all the stuff on the counter together and I was like, you know, whatever. Like it's, just, we just got like um, a small bottle of, 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 I can't remember if it was vodka or gin. It was a small bottle. I was like, whatever. I'm not going to do the whole thing where I'm just like, okay, you pay for this vodka, you know? I was like, I'll just pay for it, whatever. Um, and so he does the whole thing. He's like, no, let's separate. He's like, you buy, um, I think that two bottles of wine. He's like, you buy one bottle of wine, your rosé. And I was like, He's like, now I'll take care of this other bottle of wine and then I'll take care of this vodka. And in my head, I'm just like, why? Like this, this wine is not for you. This wine is for me throughout the week. So I'm like, I was like, it's actually okay. I was like, I actually don't mind paying for my own wine. Um, and he's like, okay, well, at least let me buy the vodka. And I was like, all right. So, you know, we're and this, this is all happening at the cash register. You know, there's people behind us. The cashier is like looking at us like, you guys like, you know, it's like, it just wasn't the right time for this. So in that moment, the guy, the vodka that he also wanted some different vodka that was behind the register that only the cashier could get. So as the cashier turns around, I see homeboy grab a bottle that was in front of us at the register. And I kid you not, he put it in his pocket. And in the moment, I literally was just like shocked. Like, I, I didn't even, I didn't call him out on it. I didn't, well, I wasn't like, what the fuck? Like, I, I just was like, whoa. Um, and I just kind of like, I don't think he saw that I saw him, but I saw that, you know? And then after he put that thing in his pocket, he then um, starts to pay for the vodka or whatever, the Moscow meal stuff. And then he's like, oh, I left my wallet in the car or something. Like, I was like, again, I already said I'd pay for it. You're doing this whole, like, why would you get out of the car and leave your wallet? Like, I mean, it is something that people do, I guess, you know, I'm, you know, as far as this being a real situation, people do leave their wallets in the car and they get to the cash register and like, oh my God. So I'm like, nah, first of all, I hadn't told him this, but I saw you put that, whatever you just put in your pocket. And now all of a sudden you don't have your wallet. Like, child. So that's why I said that I always have myself in the position to pay for the whole damn meal, if need be. 
because I've literally been through that situation um, and it's quite embarrassing. And as my friend was saying, of course, like, you know, I just want to have the freedom to get up and leave if I, if I need to, if I want to. And I, that, I totally get that. Um, and then let's see, I think I had another point, but I've literally talked about this conversation for too long and I want to hop into um, our next segment. All right, so it's time for this week's Hot Dog Topic. Hot Dog Topics is current events, but make it relatable and make it about dogs. So um, full disclosure here, guys, this is going to be probably about three to five good minutes of me standing for our queen, Beyonce, Giselle Knowles Carter, okay? Um, So Beyonce turned 40, and um, sis just looks damn good, okay? Like you, like uh, you've probably seen it. So there's like the side by sides comparison of like however long she's been in the game. I want to say she, since she was like what, like officially like a superstar since she was like seventeen, sixteen. So they have these side by side images of Beyonce from sixteen, seventeen years old to forty years old, and somehow y'all she just looks better. She's just she just looks better. Her her skin looks smoother. Um, you know, her, her body's more filled out. She's just a beautiful, she's damn beautiful. And so I didn't even realize that Beyonce had turned 40. Like I knew, like, I feel like I knew that she's older than me, obviously. I knew she's like a few years, like my senior, but wow, like she's, she's been around and she's 40 now. Like that's wild. But, um, I'm glad that she's still, you know, making moves and she I think that her her timeline as an artist and um, what we see in the public eye has been very graceful um, and of course you know there was that elevator uh, moment but she even turned like you know put a spin on that and made money off of that um, and I, I'm just so appreciative honestly like again this is a, a full stand moment like I'm just I, I'm grateful that um, you know she kind of like transformed um, remember when she like was doing the, I think she even said it, she was doing the like, okay, this is what they want me to sing about. So I'm going to stay in this lane. And then suddenly like she just took a turn and she was like, no, I'm going to do me. Like, and I'm, I think like it was at that moment where I just really started like enjoying her a lot more. And so I've always been one to um, be like super appreciative of of Destiny's Child, you know, Um, me and my sisters used to fight over who was going to, you know, have Beyonce's part. Um, it, it, they definitely were a huge part of my childhood. Um, and just like Beyonce as a, as a solo artist, um, still, you know, she was, she's very, um, she had an effect on my life as well. But so this is my thing with Beyonce. We all know, like, we kind of joke about it, but like, I would literally be so happy if she just gave us a little bit more insight in her life. Like, remember at the concert, she has these little clips of, like, Blue and, like, her family family life at home. But they're just, like, little snippets. And it's just, like, I want more. Now, here's the thing. As a rule, and this is something that I've – I started doing this, like, I want to say this year. Y'all, as a rule, I do not watch celebrities' Instagram stories. I don't care. It's – I don't care what you're doing. You're a celebrity. I don't know you. Um, people who are, like – very, very popular influencers, um, on a, like almost on a celebrity level. I, I, I might follow them on Instagram just because I want to see like 
that in my feed, you know? Um, but no, I, I literally do not watch a single celebrity story. I just watch like people I know because that's what, first of all, I feel like it cuts down on my, you know, screen time. We have to pick and choose what we give our attention to on Instagram. And I just choose not to give my attention to celebrities because it's like, I, I truly, I just don't care, you know? But if it were Beyonce, like if she did stories, if she just gave us like a regular, you know, feed of what she's doing, um, I would watch that. And then of course, you know, this wouldn't be um, hot dog topics without me bringing this back to, to Luke in some way. So the thing about aging is that it happens to all of us, right? So Beyonce, you know, it's like you blinked and all of a sudden Beyonce is 40. Um, it's like I blinked and all of a sudden I'm damn, I'm, I'll be 33 this month, you know? Um, and it's like you're, you, you blink and your dog is old. And it's something that is a real, it, it really scares me um, to think about Luke getting old. Um, not that like you kind of like how Beyonce just, she looks great. Like not really about his looks, but really just about the thought of him not being here. Um, the average span, lifespan of a French bulldog is, um, what is it? I think it said like 10 to 13 years. And Luke is three. And if I get into my head too much, I'll just be sitting there like, I, you guys, I do not, I, I cannot picture life right now without Luke. Like he's gotten me through a very, very tough time in my life um, to where like, I'm, I love him for that, you know? Um, but I do look forward to him getting a little bit older just so that like that energy can kind of go away a little bit. Y'all, Luke, he plays hard. He has so much energy. He is always on go. He always wants to play. He is like me, me, me. And obviously, like, you know, he's a dog. This is all he knows. He, he doesn't, they, dogs don't think like we do. But so I understand the me, 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 but I, I am just like, bro, I can't keep up with the amount of playing that you do. He, he plays hard, y'all. And I just can't keep up with it. And I'm like, you know, he gets a little bit older. He's going to kind of calm down. And so I saw my neighbor in the elevator the other day. And um, she was even like acknowledging like pretty much everybody who meets Luke and like he's like jumping on them and like he can't control himself. She's like, oh, my God, he has so much energy. And I kind of like said that I was like, yeah, you know, like helping helping that when he gets older, his energy kind of like <laughs> like slows down. He's She's like, no, my dog is um, 13 years old and he acts just like Luke does. And I was just like, damn, <laughs> I guess it's it's good, you know, because. I've never had a dog like this. Any dog that I've had, I've, I'm just used to dogs being chill. I'm used to dogs like laying, just kind of lap dogs, you know, but like Luke is the opposite of any dog that I've ever dealt with before. He has no chill. All right, guys, so before we get into my weekly confession, I do want to tell you how you can connect and keep up with us during the week. So if you have any questions about the podcast or you want to share um, your opinion with us, please email us at confessionsofasingledogmom at gmail.com, or you can be sure to follow us on Instagram at singledogmompod. All right, guys. So my confession this week um, is I, I witnessed with my own eyes um, something very um, mildly traumatic. So... Let me set the scene. So when I go downstairs in my apartment, um, I usually take the stairs down because it's it's 
it's quicker. Like I don't feel like always waiting for the elevator or whatever, but usually coming upstairs, I will take the elevator. And so this is important because the views are different from when I what I see immediately when the elevator doors open to what I see when I get to the very bottom of the stairs on the first floor. So the bottom of the stairs, um, I see my, my neighbor and his dog, Daisy. Now this is, um, you guys, I've been living in this apartment complex for about a year. When I first saw my neighbor, he was neighbor Bay. Um, all my friends knew about neighbor Bay. Um, he's, he's, he's fine. Okay. Um, now this is before I knew that he had a girlfriend. I, I maybe two weeks set in and I was like, Oh, he got a girlfriend. Um, and so his, this very clearly is his girlfriend's dog. So, but he walks here from time to time and she walks in most uh, her Daisy most of the time. And so I looked ahead and I saw neighbor Bay and Daisy and you guys like, I heard him say Daisy really loud. And then I saw him hit her. Like not not a little tap, not anything to scare. Like he hit that damn dog. And in the moment, like I I was very like shocked. I was um I didn't do anything, basically, is what I'm saying. And I'm I very I don't feel good about that. I feel bad about that because um, you know, thinking back, um, I definitely feel like I should have said something, um, but I didn't. And I was just like, oh my God. And I was walking to the garage. So I was just like, whoa, like what's wrong? And I, I know his girlfriend does not know, you know? Um, so a few friends had said like, you know, I should tell the girlfriend. Somebody said like, I should just mind my business. Um, another person said I should have just, you know, said something. And I do believe that I should have said something, but I didn't. Now, um, I am not sitting up here trying to be like holier than thou, you know? Um, I have most definitely popped loop. So on the drive up here to Jersey from from Dallas, we, you know, I drove by myself and Luke was just hating it. He hated it. So I was taking very frequent breaks and I was, you know, letting him out. And when I was letting him out, he was like so exhausted that I wasn't really like having him on his leash. I would let him off the leash and he would just be like laying there, like hating it. Right. So this one particular stop we were at, Luke decides to make a run for it. Oh, he was, he did. And um, obviously I chased after him. I'm like, oh, come here. And I grabbed him by his back. And what he did is he snapped at me and he tried to bite me. So yeah, my initial reaction, I popped shit out of him. Bite me, I'm trying to save your life. He like, we're in the middle of nowhere at a gas, like a rest stop and you're running. Like, no. So yeah, so anyway, anyway you know, again, not trying to make this seem like this. these things don't happen. Um, that in but however like i'm not i also that was the last time that i hit luke like I, I this is not a normal practice for me i don't hit my dog like he's not a bad dog at all and that from what i saw daisy didn't even do anything daisy old as hell he's just mean so neighbor bay you're canceled 